Hi, I'm The Witch, and what you're about to hear is the podcast equivalent of found footage. The recordings are raw, poorly edited, and at times incoherent. I don't fully understand where they came from or even how they got to me, despite the fact that the voice you hear appears to be mine. All I ask is that you suspend disbelief and simply listen to these messages in the hope that we do not face the same fate. Previously on Terminator, the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Babs, scan the intruder at the front door. Facial recognition cross-matched with known humanoid life form states that this person does not exist. No, that can't be right. Which I have just cross-checked the results against my newly rebuilt historical database. It says this man is from the early 2000s and he matches the appearance of a man known as Danny Bennett. Really? Given the fluctuations in the time stream recently anything is possible, I encourage you to use caution. Okay, let's uh, open up and see what we can get. Which we appear to have an armed and uniformed man at the bunker door, again, I've checked the local and historic databases, he doesn't match any known human, although the insignia on his badge appears to match the markings on Danny Bennett's time machine. Alright, I've had enough of this. Cue the music. Actually, before I open the door, timestamp. Week 19, recording 1, 0, 4, 30 hour. Who the fuck are you? Hi, I'm Bocephus Temporotade. I'm with the Time Regulation Authority. It says here that uh, there's a non-payment issue with fines related to potential creation of a time rift. So, there's no issue, because I'm not paying. We have a registered huge temporal reading from this location. Not to mention the seismic ones from a couple of weeks back. Is that roof new? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's nice, isn't it? Yeah, it's quite shiny. Anyway, uh... So look, here, here's the deal, right? You sent one of your, your, your boys last week. That was very pleasant. It was nice to meet him. And now, obviously, today, you're here. So, we'll go through the process again. Come inside. Thank you. Right. Now, see this? This large, blowy, ripping my wall? Yeah. That's a time rip. As I said, playing around with time travel can have serious consequences. I used to have children, and now all I have is this hernia, if you get my drift. Um, so, let me ask you a question. Do you see any controls on that? No. Right. But it's clear that from this location, you've been tampering with temporal vortexes, and this is clearly the result. Listen, I think to clear this up, and we, uh, your refusal to pay the fine, notwithstanding, I've, I have brought some materials with me, uh, which I believe will help you understand the severity of the situation, and uh, you may feel then more responsible as a time user. And I bought this documentary, basically. I think we should watch this together so you can understand the severity of what it is that you've done and the potential rifts that you're causing all throughout the timeline. Sure, look, why don't you just make yourself at home, Stormtrooper? And um, I'll put on your documentary. 
Okay, well, this documentary follows one of our top agents just to show how dangerous flexing those Kiwi time jump muscles of yours can be. I'm Jack Death. I'm a trooper in the 23rd century. Jack Death, Angel City PD, may I see your stats? What did I do? Under Section 7 of the Penal Code, the Council authorized me to administer you a transfer suspect examination. You can't give me a TSE without a warrant. I got your warrant right here now. Okay, okay, okay. I don't want any trouble. Hold that. My job is hunting transfers. I got nothing to hide. Finding them. Negative. And singeing them. Sometimes they find me first. Then it's a little more complicated. How do you know Whistler's location? We monitored a line disruption in Los Angeles, December 1985. And Zant, Ash, and I all had ancestors in the city then. If you think I'm bringing that scum up the line, you got the wrong trooper. Unless you stop Whistler. Everything the council has accomplished for the last 40 years will count for nothing. Okay, let's say I believe this. You're a cop from the future and you're chasing this guy, Piper. Whistler. Why doesn't he just turn you into one of these zombies? Or me? Trancing only works on squids. People with weak minds, easily controlled. Lena, I'm from another time, another world. I don't even know what you people eat for lunch. Okay, I got fried rice, egg rolls, and beef chow mein. Beef? from a cow? I thought it was rough in the 23rd century. I didn't know how hot it could get. Jack? How's my tan? It was getting hotter all the time. Jack? I guess I just attract a certain element no matter what century I'm in. I gotta run now. I wanna ride with the lady. Over here, Ashby! never even been here before. Trancers. Alright, documentary back cover details. Trancers from 1984. Jack Death. Ja- your agent's called Jack Death. Yes, it's quite a normal name from our time. He's, so he's a kind of cop bounty hunter in the bleak Los Angeles of the future. So is that the Los Angeles of this future or of your future? No, we're a bit further on than you. and We call them troopers. Right, right. So, sorry, trooper. Um, so he had become obsessed with chasing a person called Whistler. 
an evil criminal who possessed a powerful hypnotic power to convert people into zombie-like creatures known as trances. Yes, my whole career dealing with trances, they really are a nuisance. Right. So Whistler, uh, Whistler managed to escape through time travel and was loose in 1980s Los Angeles with Trooper Death on his trail. Is that right? Uh, as you'll see from this uh, factual historical documentary, yes, that is exactly how things occur. Right. Okay. Then uh, let's get on with it. First impressions, retro future fashions. Shoulder pads are important. That synth noise at the start is very eerie. You're, you're supposed to be on edge if one of my agents is around. Couldn't this movie be called Future Cop or Future Trooper? Uh, it's part of the Trance's council files on incidents throughout time, so it's, it's important. Uh, this guy's one of our best. His instincts and reflexes are heightened by the special hair gel that he uses. Future cars have emission problems. Yes, yes they do. It's also very neon in the future where we live. It's just the way things are now. Sure. Hero exposition. Was the voice ever that trench coat is standard issue now. These shoulder pads are bulletproof and it helps to stop you getting lung cancer. Future cars are crappy. That's a matter of opinion. As you can see, we don't need warrants. Our laser alert signposts are the most efficient way of calling emergency services. July makes you tired. Oh yes, and we also have flying cars. I'd just like to rub that in with you lot. Sure, sure, because you can see we don't have cars at all. Um, you have a future 50s diner. Yes, there's a chain. You'll see there's a number. There's several of those establishments. Uh, Jack was one of our best until he went rogue. Uh, the trancer that killed his wife uh, didn't know what hit him when he caught, caught up with him. We of course used a Manfana watch 19 running OS 28 and Jerry rigged it with bullet time. Standard procedure. You know you can even track your own midichlorian levels with the latest version. Real coffee is expensive. Damn good coffee. And hot. And killer grandma. I'll get you my pretty and your little dog too. What I learned watching this movie, Zombie Grandma has all her own teeth. A motorcycle helmet and three CO2 canisters let you deep sea dive. As you can see, flaunting temporal laws has dire consequences. Jack Death had a hell of a time after Whistler went down the line. Shuttle pad duty is for sweets. Open top T-Birds have terrible steering issues. Take my badge and shove it through. Shouting jingle bells makes it a much better song it seems. Time travel slang. If a cop is going to question you, just pretend to throw up on his shoes. Another trooper school technique. Kill your ancestors trope. Hap Ashby was one terrible baseball player. That bottle pitch was shocking. John Doe the Mandroid. You can literally strike a match on anything in this place. From Orange Tan to Zombie Clown in three seconds flat. Hot punk chicks dig the Confederate flag. Nice denim there, Lena. Uh, last chance trope. Laziest room search ever. Boom, Mike. And let me tell a dead wife story so you know I love you. Questions I asked myself after watching this movie. Why does the future always seem to have bad lighting and a dampness problem? Why when you slow one second down to ten, you get roughly twenty of them? I may speak to Manthana support. How does Jack know how to drive a car from 300 years in his past? 
No one has any idea what a trancer actually is. Is it hypnosis gone wrong or just a zombie thing? Why doesn't anyone question a disappearing fat guy corpse? Where did the other cop in the homeless shelter go while his mate got blasted in the back by Lena? Why does Whistler sound like Dr. Claw when he speaks in slow mo? So when six police had had Ashby literally as a fish in a barrel, could they not hit him with a single shot? How do you hotwire a scooter by reaching under the seat? High-speed scooter chase? Oxymoron? How did Lena find a black watch on the floor covered in trash in a dark warehouse? Where... where... sorry. <laughs> where in that century did they find the technology for magically appearing ramp to smash scooter through window? Why do the evil cops have the exits covered? So, if I was to ring the police and say that it's death, do I get a direct line to the commissioner? I must try it sometime. Why is there a house across an alleyway in between buildings? Where did Jack get the scooter keys from to turn it off? Where did the hobo have time to put on the magic watch he stole? And, how does a man with years of alcohol abuse suddenly become skilled enough to hit someone with an orange at 100 metres? I mean, my heart's beating, my heart's beating, my hands are shaking, my hands are shaking, but I'm still shooting, I'm still getting the headshots, it's like boom, headshot, boom, headshot! Final thoughts. I want to make a deal trope. He did luck out with his ancestor though, I have to say. That leotard lady is very attractive. She was a real mission distraction, actually. Become your own grandfather trope. As you can see, anyone who is weak-minded enough to believe they are Santa can easily be turned into a trance. Jack Death doesn't believe in inertia. Trancers are the perfect sleeper cell agents and lethal once activated. Dryad Hobo becomes a hero. See, I told you, she compromised him the first chance to take out Whistler by being all pretty and nearly getting shot. Convenient pawn is convenient. Striking a match in your teeth is agent level technique. It takes years of practice. No way home trope. Spitting in an agent's face really is not advisable. Why doesn't the newly returned Lieutenant Weisling ask more questions? He's a cop for goodness sake. We were however glad to see that Lena is culturally sensitive as she's staying in Chinatown. You know, she gets dressed up in a Japanese outfit before having sex. If Jack decides to stay, how will he make a living? McNulty also breaks protocol here by sending both him and Jack Death up the line, basically leaving a 10 year old girl in a room with two complete strangers having sex. Not good enough really, he was reprimanded for that. Why isn't Lena more creeped out that Jack is her descendant and her boyfriend? Telling Lena to stay put is another training trick you learn in Trooper Academy. You tell the other person to stay out of the dangerous situation you're heading into so that they can come in and help you when you are obviously trapped in a death-defying situation that you'd be screwed otherwise in. And freeze frame ending! Babs, what's your verdict? Two weeks running I've had strangers poking around my dimensional portal and I'm a little sick of it. I'm beginning to think that Skynet had the right idea when they decided on the Sarah Connor protocol. So, Trooper Boz, what am I supposed to have learned from this? Well, you're supposed to have learned the dire consequences of messing with timelines and, you know, this rift is is in direct contravention of the, the code. Um, I'd politely urge you to pay up now. I hope that your experiences of Trooper Death here have shown you just how serious this is. Dollars are still accepted tender in my time, so cash is acceptable. Yeah, although American Express is still a form of payment, nowhere accepts it still. That's just normal throughout history. And why is my hand see-through? My hernia's feeling much better too. What a very strange sensation. <laughs> Okay, so I'm guessing somehow you scanned his DNA when he came in, surreptitiously programmed one of the corpots to go out and search for someone matching that DNA, 
Eventually, once you found them, you killed them, effectively stopping him being born, and therefore we saw him disappear from the timeline. Actually, I just vaporized him really, really slowly. Well, that was awkward. And now for something completely different. Hello. You've heard of Honest Movie Trailers, right? This is an honest podcast promo. I'm not going to fill it with sound effects and explosions and quotes from movies and all that kind of stuff. Because, hey, I wouldn't want to build up your hopes on the production values of what you might actually get if you download our silly little podcast. Instead, I'm just going to put in a highly inappropriate in-joke that you won't get unless you listen to the show. The Little Pod of Horrors. The best idea since premarital sex on Halloween. Like I said, pussy's back on the table. Find us on simplysyndicated.com and on iTunes. If you dare. Shut it down! Shut it down! There you have it. I'll continue to post these transmissions to the usual range of podcast sources as I receive them. If you'd like to review old transmissions or discuss the conspiracy with other believers, we have a Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash groups slash witch versus the doomsday clock. You can also contact me on Twitter and Facebook as the witch, which is T-H-E-W-Y-C-H. Big thanks to my fellow podcasters for their support. Rock on, my brothers. <laughs>